Angela Fazio is an industry powerhouse who has overseen 40,000 homes sold and 9 billion in production. And Kristen Cantrell is one of the nation's most accomplished team leaders, helping thousands of agents build their businesses. They are passionate about educating, encouraging, and empowering moms in real estate. Our next episode starts now. Hi, everyone. This is Angela Fazio, and this is Moms in Real Estate. And I am Kristen Cantrell, and today I have the pleasure of introducing Alanda Hawkins from North Carolina. And today, you guys, she's going to talk to us about intentional motherhood, and you guys are going to get so much from her because she is fabulous. So can you get us started and tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, my name, of, of course, as you just introduced, I'm Alanda Hawkins. I am in North Carolina. I am a realtor with Keller Williams. Um, I am a mom of four. My kids range in age from 11, so I've got one entering middle school, all the way down to um, a five-year-old who is entering kindergarten. So, of course, you know, lots of stages of life there. Um, I'm a wife. I've been married for, oh, God, I hope you're going to tell That's a lot. Don't worry. A long time. I, know, I, think, I think I've been married 14 years. Uh, we've been together 16, married 14. Oh, gosh, you'll definitely get it for that. Um, and... And yeah, I mean, mom, wife, realtor, uh, super busy business, which I'm super grateful for. I am in the top 5% of my firm, the top 10% of our entire MLS. Oh, but dang. I'm also, <laughs> thank you. But I'm also um, really, really um, serious about, you know, maintaining my role as a mom. It's not easy. And I don't necessarily believe that it's always possible to perfectly balance, but um, I do feel that it's possible to um, do both well. I agree with you. And and one of the things I'm so impressed by you about is your story. And when you tell your story of um, going from being a staying home at home mom into your real estate career, which is so successful, I love the way that you describe how it affected you as a woman. So would you share that with us? Mm. Yes, definitely. So my husband had been a pastor uh, for about 10 years. And um, for a large portion of that time, I was a stay-at-home mom. As you know, we started our family and, you know, kept adding children pretty quickly. Um, And I appreciated that he, you know, offered that as an option for me. And I loved, loved, loved my kids. And I loved being home. I lost a lot of myself um, because I am an overachiever. So I thought that, you know, the role that I had to play was to go really hard in that role. But I, 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 all I did was spend time pouring out myself to them. And like, I felt like I only existed to serve others. Um, And I didn't spend any time kind of pouring back into myself or, you know, discovering anything about myself. And I honestly ended up very depleted. And I felt like it, it, Physically, I was home with my kids, but I felt very disconnected and not very present. Um, I spent a lot of time, you know, cleaning and, and, you know, taking care of things, but I didn't have, like, a lot of, like, eye contact and, like, you know, just down and actually spending time with them. Um, And I felt very, I mean, I felt very depleted. Like, I felt like I didn't really exist. And that was, like, an actual phrase that I said to my husband is I felt like I don't exist. I felt like, you know, I, I just exist to be here for you all. Um, and that can feel noble, but it isn't, honestly, in my opinion. I think that um, it's not I biblical. didn't realize. 
no, not at all. And I didn't feel like, I didn't realize that I deserved, like I, I owed it to myself and that was a responsibility of mine to also mm-hmm. care for myself, right? And so, and that, that wasn't necessarily an environment that was being created. That was me being the martyr and creating that environment myself. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I did my kids a disservice because they didn't get to see the fullness of who I am, right? Well, and so what... Oh, sorry. I just I want to stop on that for a second because I feel like so many people feel this like need to be there. But like you're saying, when you're not present and you're doing your children a disservice because you're just doing all these things and you don't feel fulfilled inside, like you have to stop like you did and do something about it. I definitely like love that you said that it was such like a a picture in my head. And I can think to a lot of different times throughout my career where I've, I've actually felt very empty, like at home from that. And I don't know, I love that. So, Mm -hmm. all right, Mm -hmm. go ahead, continue. (laughs) (laughs) And I want to make sure that I'm like acknowledging, like for my, like it's a, it's a noble, I think it's a noble choice to make if you choose to stay home. Like I'm not, I want to make sure I'm not bashing that. I'm just more so saying that we have a responsibility if that is a route that you take to like, reclaim your own identity as Mm -hmm. well. Like you're not being less of a mom. And I feel like you're being a better mom Mm -hmm. if you are like, you know, taking that time to learn who you are and to advocate for yourself in that way. Um, And so when I became a realtor, um, I honestly started to discover that I had the ability to become a better mother because I was happier. I had something that belonged to myself. Um, Honestly, my kids felt proud. Like, you know, we'd have conversations And and it was an opportunity to teach them, like, this is a choice that mommy is making and, you know, this is something that belongs to me. However, you know, I'm still very much your mom. I'm still very much going to be supportive. I'm going to be all up in your mix and in your business. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) yeah, that doesn't go away. (laughs) Doesn't fade away. Does not fade away at all. Um, and, and what ended up happening was that I found that I was, the time that I spent with them became richer because it was so purposeful and so intentional, right? Because I'd be home and I felt physically because I'm in the same space with them that we're spending time, but we weren't because I was spending all that time frustrated because I had to keep up with laundry for, I mean, you know, six people and keep up with, you know what I mean? Like keep keep up with cooking, keeping up with the house, which felt like a never ending cycle because cleaning my house was like severing while it was snowing. Right. And so (laughs) I wasn't really spending a lot of like one-on-one time with them and forcing myself to stop. Whereas Mm -hmm. now because I'm busy, I know, for, like, I put it in my schedule where there are things that are have become non-negotiables that belong just to them. And they know that, right? So they they know that there's a, a, a hard stop. And I know that we have a, a culture, even in real estate, where, you know, it's hustle nonstop 24-7. Like, mm-hmm. I did that for a second, but I don't buy into that. And I, I found a way, or I, I believe that there are always options to still be successful and not buy into that or also like run your, run your business like a business and not necessarily like a never ending service. Right. So yeah. I set that expectation, even with my clients early to say, this is what time my day stops. Um, this is cause you know, there is no emergency at eight o'clock at night that I can handle. Like if your house is on fire, I, you shouldn't be calling me anyway. You should be calling 911. Right. So, <laughs> there are many things. so Is that, is that part I, of your, your buyer consult? Listen, or your seller it, consult? I, I promise you it is like, and there are people telling me because I'm that honest and open and there's some who it, that might not work for, but that is the way that I run my business is that there is a hard stop in terms of when I'm going to be engaging with clients, unless there's an absolute emergency, I'm not unrealistic. Um, but if there's a, if there's not an absolute emergency, there's a hard stop to where my day ends. Um, I just recently stopped working on Sundays 
Um, and there's systems that are, you know, are put into place to still make these things work. But when I have time with my kids, it's intentional. Like there, we plan it out or, you know, like, and I even like, I think one of the things that motivates me the most is to, to push harder in the time that I am working to kind of get more success. Because then as my business grew, I started like leveraging out things at home that traditionally we thought moms have to do. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I have a coach who was like, "Mm, that's not, you're not, you're not less of a mom if you're not doing your kids laundry. Right. Right. And so I was like, Oh, and so, you know, I figured out how much I make an hour and I'm like, okay, I can pay somebody $20 an hour to handle that thing for me. And now that time, like, and she's like, when you do have free time, would you rather be spending it doing the laundry or would you rather spend it cuddling on the couch with your kids? And I'm like, on the couch with my kids. Mm -hmm. And so that was like a push to, you know, close a couple more houses a year so that I could afford to do those things and then I could spend that time with them. So when we, when we're together, we go hard with each other. Like we play, we, you know, yesterday I got off work and that promised them we were going to the neighborhood pool and we went to the neighborhood pool and there was no laptop, it was closed and we spent that time together and that was a memory they had. And then after they went to bed, if I, you know, I made the choice that, I, you know, there was a couple things I wanted to get done and I did, but I still didn't lose, you know, the opportunity to spend it with them. Yeah, you know, that? that was a really long response. No, no, that's perfect. And I want to I want to highlight a couple of things about what you said, um, because I I think they were so good. And this topic, Kristen and I are passionate about. It's about figuring out who your authentic self is. So for you, mm-hmm. Alanda, staying like I think that women put so much pressure on themselves of what they're supposed to be or how things are supposed mm-hmm. to play out. And for right. somebody, somebody, for some people out there staying at home and, and taking care of the house. And do, that is what they're supposed to be doing. That's how God wired them. Absolutely. That's their, right. that's their jam. They're that happy. That is my mom. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. not yeah. me. I'd rather take blunt objects and pluck <laughs> my eyeballs out. <laughs> but, but you know, I think the thing that the point that you made is you are acting in a role you thought you should have. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. therefore you poured everything and even Jesus went and took a rest. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Jesus did things for right. himself to connect back with his father and be his, his, the God that he is. Right. So, so right. you just said you had this epiphany that said, this is not authentically me. I need to have accomplishments and achievements outside of the home because that's who I am. And that right. that's a bold move. And I think there's lots of moms out there that are staying at home thinking mm-hmm. to themselves, but I'm supposed to, but I'm supposed to be at home. Maybe you are, right. if you feel fulfilled right. and you're like full of joy and you're happy and you feel like you're in your sweet spot. But if you're not, that guilt of stepping out because you think that you're supposed to do one thing or another is a trap. It's like a ball and chain. Yeah. Well, and it's like yes. year after year after year. That is so much like Ugh. for, I, I'm literally thinking of a girl I know right now who's who's spent the last 15 years and she's completely lost herself and so Mm. I just wish like people would know it doesn't have to be like that and if you lose yourself guess what else you're gonna lose your marriage oh yeah and that's happened Uh totally yeah super sad yeah absolutely um and I think that that when you talk about that guilt like we and please know that this didn't, this wasn't like a smooth and easy transition. I wasn't like, Oh, like I found my thing. Like it came with guilt, but I had to make a choice to not believe the lies that kind of were, you know, being kind of uh, funneling through my head and like acknowledge and like really see the good that was coming out of it. Like I, and I, now I don't, I mean, I don't feel mom guilt at all. Like in any capacity, I don't let myself, I think that it is, 
a lie. I think it's a trick of the enemy, and I don't like give into it at all. But that's a you know, it's a process. Well, it takes a bit to get there, and that's that's huge to highlight is that it gets better because that is so true. I remember for so long it was so hard for me to work out because it was like I'm working. And how am I going to go spend another hour away from my kids? And it was like right. years of that. And then when I started being like, no, it's time for me to be able to do that stuff. I don't feel bad at all. I'm like, I have to work right. out. Otherwise, I'm not nice. So <laughs> we don't we don't want a not nice Kristen. <laughs> but it, it, gets, it gets easier is what you're saying. And that is so true. It, it, it is it so does. hard. That mom guilt is the worst thing ever. But it goes away. Beast. It goes away. And you have to change your perspective. Like you just said, like your kids, think about it this way. Your kids don't want a not nice Kristen. My, no. kids, they, <laughs> my kids like me better when I'm kind and I'm, you know, like, obviously yes. I'm not perfect. So that's not going to happen in any capacity, especially when the houses, I mean, the rooms are a mess and I've gotten on them 12 times. <laughs> but, yeah. but overall, overall, when you change your perspective, the same way you do as a, you know, as a realtor, right? When we always have the thought as real estate agents that we're, in, you know, we're imposing on someone when we're offering the services that we can do, you know, when we're trying to help them sell their house. When you change your perspective and say, no, I can be a benefit to them. Like, mm-hmm. this is a help. When I am, you know, reaching out to folks and I'm, you know, asking if they're interested in selling their house, you might come across somebody who's like, man, I've really needed somebody to do this. I'm struggling with my mortgage and I can't keep up. But if you didn't have the right perspective to say, I am of service to them, you would have missed that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And the same idea when it comes to you kind of reclaiming your own identity, that's a service to your kids. Mm-hmm. When I am full of joy and I am fulfilled and I don't feel depleted and I'm not giving out of, you know, I'm not feeling constant irritation because they're always touching me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I know yeah, what you mean. Yes, I do. <laughs> I was like, your hands are never off of me. But now, I, you know, it's, it's a gift because the time that I have to like have with them, it's like excitement. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's not like, again, there's never a point of perfection, but overall the perspective is like, this is, I'm offering them a better mother than one who is tired, depressed, constantly anxious, constantly irritated and constantly, you know, not really feeling fulfilled. Um, I think that I'm giving them a better version of myself. And that, and like, I think you said earlier, like if I was called to be home and that was like my thing, I still think that there's something that I find that's mine, right? Yes. Like mm-hmm. I know moms who, you know, they might teach uh, other people how to be super efficient as a mom at home. Like whatever it is, I think that all of us need something that solely belongs to us. You know, I want you to I want you to go back for a minute because there's got to be, I can imagine that there's somebody out there going, okay, wait, I'm at home <laughs> and I'm totally yeah. relating to Alanda and I want to be at the confident Alanda, you know, I want to be a confident Alanda, right? So how, talk about the transition because now somebody's going, what does this transition look like? Or what are some of the things that I should expect? Or what, what are some of the oppositions that you just have to expect when you make a change like that? Well, the transition, I think everybody's going to look different, right? Because if you aren't married or you don't have a partner, your transition won't look the same way mine will. So I think that you would just to make, you know, make sense that it makes sense for your life. One, you can't compare to what other people are doing. So don't compare your journey or how quickly you get there to, to somebody else. Set out for a path that makes sense for the life that you have right now is one. Two, embrace the word grace as much as you can and give yourself lots of it because, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it takes time. 
Um, and it does not work out perfectly as you go. Like give yourself time to like kind of make mistakes. We create systems in our house to like, you know, try to make my work, um, uh, make sense to try to make my husband's work make sense and still try to make all the kids schedules work. And sometimes those schedules blow up and they're, you know, a nightmare and they don't work. But grace gives you that room to say, okay, that didn't work. Let's try it this way. Right. So give yourself an opportunity to kind of, you know, trial and error fail. My transition kind of looked like I was home. Um, I made the decision that I wanted to go back to work. uh, Thanks thanks to my third child who was like the child who has the personality that's most like mine. And I didn't realize it. And I was like losing it. Um, (laughs) So she was the reason I was like, okay, I need something. And so I started working, um, part-time and then I ended up going back to work full-time and I was working in marketing at a university um, and I got uh, promoted really fast and that kind of awakened in me like whoa uh, you know I had forgotten like oh I am like super ambitious and forgotten and so that was kind of the, the I guess the impetus to me like realizing that this was like the thing that kind of brought me to life um, and then I made the decision to transition into real estate it was a long you know story to get there but I ended up going into real estate and, you know, that was my jam. And again, trial and error in terms of what schedules would work. Like I couldn't go in full fledged, like, you know, a single person that didn't have kids, like my life couldn't look like that. And so we, you know, did things that make sense. So for me, I'm an early riser. So I get up really early. So even when I was like studying for the real estate exam, this is what my life was, is that I would get up really early in the morning before the kids would get up. Um, I would try to be really intentional about certain days of the week where, and we do this right now. Like we call, um, Sundays are the days that I don't work anymore. But even when I did, like there were like the early part of Sunday, I would spend that time like really, really preparing out for the week. So that was like making sure the clothes were laid out. Um, I have like those little cubbies that hang in the closet. So I often will have all their clothes laid out for the week. Like anything that I could do on that day to prepare them to win for the week, we would. Uh, we would kind of have like a calendar planning meeting, my husband and I, again, never perfect. Like there were times we would do it like, man, that week was trash. Like <laughs> this was a nightmare. And so, you know, you try again and, and keep figuring out what, what makes sense for you. We now grocery shop online. So that makes life easier. And we Amen. just, you know, one of us is going to grab the groceries. <laughs> That's made life easier. I just recently started, you know, dropping clothes off at a place that washes clothes, dries oh, clothes nice. and, you know, has all our stuff organized. I would never have done that before. I felt like I was doing my family a disservice. And I'm just like, why? Like, what makes me a better mother? Because I separated clothes. You know what, what I mean? And so. What does something yeah. like that cost? I am like, I've never even heard of this. That where you can drop all um, your clothes off. Like, it's not a dry cleaner, right? Because. No. no, 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 it's like a, like, um, like a, a normal laundromat, but they have like a space and there's a few of them here where I live, but, um, they have like a space in the back where if you, you know, go back there, you drop them off, they weigh your clothes and they, you pay like per pound. So I don't do, my husband doesn't like for other people to wash his clothes. And I'm like, that's okay. As long as you're okay with knowing that I don't have time to do it. And he's like, no, that's fine. So he does his own. I did start teaching our two oldest, so our 11 year old daughter and my nine year old son, they now know how to wash their own clothes. But if there's a week where it just got, you know, to be too much, it's not necessarily every single week, but if there's a week where we just got out of like rotation, I don't mind telling everybody, grab your stuff, put it in the you know, basket, load it up in my car, I drop it off. They, they take it out and then load it back in my car. So it's about, I, I can't remember. It's like per pound though, maybe like a dollar per pound or something like that. Good dollar. That's a yeah. good dollar. Yeah, it's <laughs> worth. Listen, yeah. again, for, and I would not have like, well, we couldn't afford that. That didn't make sense. So as we, you know, as business grew, those things started to make more sense because the more business, you know, that was happening, 
it was easier to do. But when it didn't, like, again, I would still make plans. Like, I try, one, to make my kids as independent as I can. One, because it's a gift to them because mm-hmm. they need to be independent. And it helped me to see that they were capable of a lot more than I was allowing them to be capable of. Um, they need to know that because I don't want kids going to college and like, calling me every weekend, like, <laughs> hey, can you come and do my laundry? Yeah, um, no. <laughs> and then it just, you know... <laughs> And it, you know, it freed us up. And it, and that was something else that I helped them understand is that it also freed, like, I'm like, if I'm spending all my time cleaning up behind you, that robs us of the time that we can be doing something that's fun, right? Yeah. And so Ooh, there yeah. are times, like, we, you know, there's a, a timer that I'll set, you know, sometimes throughout the day where it'll just be like a 15-minute cleanup just to keep the house from turning into a complete disaster, nightmare. Um, yeah, just small things that you can do to, like, keep um, – I, this is what I do every week when I'm like when I'm preparing to go on my coaching sessions. I have a coach myself, and then I sometimes coach other agents. Is that I'm always thinking of what small thing can I tweak to make life a little bit more efficient, right? Or how do I evaluate? You know, so it's it's not an overwhelming thing. So I'm naming a lot of things, but it t- it took a while. like I've been licensed now for almost three years. Is that it took a while to get mm-hmm. there. So don't feel like you have to do all the things, right? And even while you're not doing all the things, be okay with not everything being perfect. And each week, I just figure out, hmm, what could I have done a little bit better? So, I have, you know, kids. Oh, but, so I, but. you know, just a couple things, because I don't, I want our audience to really hear a few points as we begin to wrap this up. Number one, Alanda, mm-hmm. I heard the the word grace, and that's not just grace for yourself, but grace for how your mm-hmm. husband's handling it, how your kids are yeah. handling it. You know, when for things sure. go poorly. I also heard the the point about mm-hmm. communication. You were talking to your husband about mm-hmm. about what was going on. You were talking to your kids about what was going on. And then right. I think finally, because your tips were awesome, but recognize that that was something she worked on over years, mm-hmm. saying, "How right. can this get better? How can this get better?" And so that she can create. Uh, an incredible career for herself. And in her case, that's like her jam and this wonderful (laughs) family with intentionality. So I love all of these tips and I'll bet you we're going to have some women rewinding going, what did she say right there? Because I need that. (laughs) I need that. That was awesome. Yes. And I will second that the grocery delivery. I just started, my coach made me do that. If you're not doing that. Oh my God. It's so good. It's like, I think, I think it's like 10 to $15. I end up saving money because I'm not buying a bunch of stuff I don't need. And it is like, it just shows up so perfectly at my doorstep. I'm, I love it. You have to. 100%. I agree with that part because I would always go over our budget when I was in store and now whatever budget I have set, I'd never go over it because I almost am essentially just reordering a lot of the same things. Yep. And my mind isn't getting distracted. Yes, 100%. With those Oreos. <laughs> Damn those Oreos. <laughs> yeah, I don't or even... little people in the cart with you adding in oh, things yes. that you didn't know they were grabbing. That's right. <laughs> totally. Oh, my gosh. Well, you've been so great today. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, I think Thank that this. So I think that somebody is sitting at home right now, going, "Oh my gosh, I'm her. I need to. I need <laughs> no. to think about how God has has wired me and what my purpose is, and it's not what I'm doing right now." Yes, one hundred percent. Yes. So yeah. okay, everyone. Go boldly. Yeah, go boldly. Yes. yes, that is yeah. so important. If you need to talk with with any of us about how you need to get out of your rut, we I know all of us would spend a few minutes and help 100%. you. So please message us and look forward to November 4th and 5th where Kristen and I will be hosting the next um, Flourish seminar 
all women speakers, two-day seminar with lots of um, excuses to hang out and fellowship. <laughs> like uh, we're going to add excursions this year, like escape the room and hiking and goat yoga and all kinds of, of different excursions around absolutely fantastic speakers. And we even have a surprise for you this year. So go onto our Instagram and look in our bio for the link to get tickets for Flourish before they sell out. Alanda, thank you again for your time. Don't hop thank off quite yet, but we're so going to wrap it up. Okay. All right. Thank you guys. Bye.